Hello, welcome to Mindfully Moody, a community and podcast built on the goal of helping you reach your truest potential. I am Sarah. I'm joined with my best friend, my co-host, Hannah. We are so grateful that you are here sharing your sacred, valuable time with us. If this is your first time listening, welcome. We're so glad to have you. We have so many episodes now. Amazing. I love that we're saying that I can say that. So if you are a new listener, we have so many things for you to explore, so many different topics. For the month of February, we did a relationship series. So highly recommend going and checking out all of that content. And yeah, here we are. Here we are, baby. And also, the next two weeks, we have some very exciting podcast episodes because we are going to be together in person, reunited. Yay! I can't wait. It's going to be good to like have our energies together in person. And I, I feel like the amazing. creative thinking is just going to be coming up with new ideas. So I'm excited for that. I know. We don't even know what we're going to talk about yet when we're in person together, but... It's going to be awesome. For those of you that don't know, Hannah is in Austin and I am in Oakland. So yeah, we, I mean, we see each other like a few times a year for sure, but it's always just the best treat. So we are excited to be recording together because it's just a totally different dynamic than being virtual, you know? Right, and you need to like not forget to bring your cowboy boots and your cowgirl hat because we gonna go, go and do the rodeo. I don't have cowboy boots. I don't either. We'll get some. I You're did, like, I'm though, not going just, to that. I, I did though just go into um, Free People recently because I was shopping for the trip and I was like, this store looks like Texas. Like, I guess that's in style right now. Like, the, the, they had like the fringe like things and then I was like, Here's the thing. This is ugly to me. So I'm not. Yes. This. Dude, free people is not hitting these days. Like it reminds me of that one section at Target that like, you know, the one where it's like, I did get, I got those two cute dresses there though. Oh, you really shoot. had a search. Yeah, those I, are feel cute. Like, I feel like they have like, I, I like their simple things, but what you always see there is like the like patterns, blingy, like yeah. Both but like they really had like I guess the like big ass cowboy belt buckle is back in now. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not right, really well, a Texas gal, so yeah, I'm not I really didn't buy that. that. Anyways. But, um, we'll we'll be there looking cute for sure. <laughs> I can't wait. Stay tuned for the content. But today, what are we talking about? We're talking about emotions. Emotions Thoughts often just drive our lives, right? But they don't have to. Emotions are just a thing that can exist, right? We are not our emotions. We are not our thoughts. Yeah, we aren't. (laughs) (laughs) The dramatic pause. (laughs) We are not our emotions or thoughts, but we identify with both of them so deeply that we create our identity in our heads (laughs) that we are our thoughts and we are our emotions so we want to talk about how you can switch that perspective and just give you some information on it because so many of us get caught up in this 
So one of the things that has been on my mind a lot lately is trying to put myself in this observer seat of my thoughts and emotions, right? And it's really a seat of awareness because our subconscious minds, which we have done so many episodes about like the voice in your head, your inner narrator, the ego, like we have a lot of content on this. So go back in our episodes to to listen to different perspectives and different, you know, kind of subjects all related to the same topic of like your thoughts, you not being your thoughts. <clears throat> but essentially like we're we're operating off of these patterns, right? The patterns that are in our lives from the time that we're children and they're just on autopilot. So like an emotion comes up like we just jump into identifying with that emotion, you know, or a thought comes up, we jump into like, yeah, that's what we think. When you can actually not identify that way. So that's what I mean of like being the observer, right? Like coming in is, okay, I'm going to just give an example of, of, let's say that like you're at work, okay, and you're really triggered by something that a coworker does or, you know, an action that someone takes, whatever, and, like, all of a sudden you get, like, super overwhelmed, super anxious, also maybe angry, like, and you're having, like, all of these, like, mix of emotions, you know, come together. You could just start identifying with that. Oh my God, now I'm overwhelmed. Oh my gosh, now like I have all of these things that I need to do and now I'm so stressed out. So now you've just completely taken those emotions that you felt and made them who you are going to be now in that moment for however many period of time, right? Or you could be like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm feeling, I'm starting to feel really overwhelmed that being overwhelmed is starting to make me feel anxious and now I'm feeling angry. I see that. I can see that and I can start to work through where is that coming from, observing that I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that way and forge a better path forward than jumping to identify with those feelings. Hmm. I find it so interesting that like, the society we live in and the way that we were raised is so focused on negative feelings and negative emotions as the default. Like if I was to say to the person listening or to you that you have to get up on stage and give a speech, what is your emotion? Like a lot of people are going to jump immediately to that negative emotion of like fear, right? Fear, being afraid, being laughed at, like all of these things. And I'm just so interested in the human brain and why we're wired to think like these fearful thoughts. Because it t- in my own life, I've been personally been working on this rewiring of my brain, right? Rewiring of the subconscious to say, when there's a situation, I don't want to look at the negatives of what could happen. I want to be optimistic and look at the best scenario that could happen. And I just find it so interesting. I would love to have someone on the podcast to talk about like Mm -hmm. why humans were wired like that. But I had a personal situation that happened yesterday 
that's very related to this, right? Like me stepping outside of my emotions and still taking action on the thing that I want. So there was this networking event in Austin at this really cool place called the Sapien Center, where it's like very health conscious people hang out. And I've been wanting to go to this networking event and connect with other entrepreneurs and like just be in this space of community. And I wanted to do this for a few months. And I've had fear. I've had emotions stop me from going and taking an action, thinking like, mm, you're an imposter. Like what, what kind of business like is related to this? And, you know, who, maybe you're going to show up and like have an awkward conversation. And so my feelings associated with the situation were all very fearful that prevented me from actually taking action to do the thing that I wanted to do. But instead, yesterday, there was another opportunity to go. And I still had those fears. I still had those negative emotions associated to the action, but I didn't listen to those. And I created new emotions and feelings associated with that situation and took action and had an amazing experience. So it's just recognizing like what those emotions are that could be blocking you from living the life that you want to live and still taking action beyond the emotions that are trying to hold you back from doing the things that you actually want to do. Yeah, like break like to break that down even further, you know, like okay, let's say that you have fear of of going somewhere. Like what you could do, right? In that moment is like, oh, you know, like oh no, I'm not I'm not good enough. Like let's say your thoughts start coming in like, oh, I'm I'm not good enough to to go there. Like no one's going to want me to, to want to talk to me at that event. Like I'm not valuable enough. My business isn't big enough. Like whatever thoughts start coming into your head, right? They're there. And then your consciousness can come in and be like, huh, okay. I'm thinking about that I'm not good enough. Like, what am I feeling? Like, you're paying, tuning into your body. Okay, I'm feeling fear. I'm feeling like restricted when I think about, you know, maybe you're like kind of like closing in on yourself. Your body's feeling tight, you know, when you feel fear. Like, and noticing all of those things. And then letting those things just pass surrender you don't yeah surrender listen to our episode from last week because these things go very hand in hand like you can notice these things you can observe huh I'm I'm there I'm feeling like really like fearful like maybe like your throat's closing up like I'm thinking about what you know physical sensations people have with fear or like you're sweating your your pulses is picking up wow I'm noticing all of these things Interesting. Like, let me use that as information. Like, where does that fear come from? Hmm. Right. Because is that then fear you can real? like, yeah, like, is that fear real? Like, where did that start from? Like, what do you maybe have that you can work on to reprogram, like you're talking about, reprogram your subconscious mind so that like you don't instantly go to, oh my gosh, I want to go to this event and now I'm fearful. What if you were like, oh my God, that's so cool. Like, yeah, that sounds like an amazing event. I would love to go and connect with people there. Right, right. I think there's something to say about like your highest self too. Like tapping into your highest self in those moments. I I don't know about you, but I've been like anchoring back to that as I have been like with that whole idea of surrendering, put your hand on your heart, I surrender. I kind of like put my hand on my temple and say like, what would my highest self do in this situation? So if you feel that there are emotions or there are thoughts that are preventing you from doing the thing that you truly want to do, you have to say, what would my highest self do? 
what would she do? She would go and do it because that's what her soul is calling to do, right? And we really, to live our best lives, we got to tap into that highest self, right? And that comes along with all the things we talk about with the authentic self, right? And trying to be the best version of yourself. But sometimes we just have to see, observe, and still take action, still move on, even though the fear is there and we see it and it exists and the emotions are trying to hold us down. It's the act of pushing through it that makes it easier the next time. It's definitely a practice. I agree. I think that it's such a slippery slope for so many people because I I think that if you would say to to so many like to, to the majority of people, oh, you know, you are not your thoughts, they would look at you being like, what the hell do you mean? Of course, who else is it that, you know, like that's my inner voice, that's my inner dialogue. Although I'm still stuck on the fact that all this recent stuff has come out that like 50% of people don't have inner dialogue, which just literally blows my mind and I need to understand more about that because I just can't even believe that someone doesn't have inner dialogue. But if you don't have inner dialogue and you're listening to this, please reach out to us and tell us what it's like. Anyway, <laughs> for those of us who do have inner dialogue, um, yeah, you like just understanding, like if you start with like, okay, the thought, right? If you then identify with that thought that then becomes an emotion, then you identify with that emotion. You make that emotion part of who you are. Then that emotion to what you're talking about right now, Hannah, prevents you from taking action on the things that you actually want to do. So it is like this slippery slope, like cascading effect that literally starts from identifying with the thought that then becomes an emotion. Like if you can get into the observer seat, you realize, holy shit, I don't have to identify with all of my thoughts. And then they don't have to become emotions and then they don't have to become a part of my identity and then they don't have to stop me from living the life that I dream of living. Hmm. Like, hmm. damn, that's deep. <laughs> damn, that's some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, another thing, I, to even get to this state, you have to have awareness of yourself, right? Because some people don't even have this, right? Like people will just say like, oh, I, I want to go to on a date or I want to go to this networking event or I want to go to this meetup, but I'm scared. So I'm not going to go like, but you have to dig and be like, okay, what is that? I'm scared. That's a feeling. So where is that coming from? Hmm. Like I have problems being accepted. Like I feel like I, it's hard for me to make friends. And then you start recognizing these limiting beliefs. And that's where the magic is, is when we start digging into the limiting beliefs and say, okay, where did this limiting belief come from? Where was this formed in my childhood? And we can start rewiring. Like, I am such a huge component. Huge component. I don't know if that's, like, the right word. Proponent. <laughs> Proponent. All right. Proponent. <laughs> sorry. I'm not sorry. Yeah, we make I'm mistakes. Just... <laughs> we make mistakes. Anyways, I'm such a, a big believer in rewiring of the subconscious brain because – Man, we just repeated stories for so freaking long in our lives that do not help us get to where we want to go. And so like my life has completely changed since I learned about rewiring of the subconscious. 
And it just allows you to believe in yourself and be like, shit, like life, I can do whatever it is I want if I start believing in myself and like tapping into my higher self and taking action and not listening to the shit that has held me down for so many years. And side note, there's also this whole new world of like the un the unconscious. We got the conscious, we got the subconscious, and now we got the unconscious. Stay tuned for that because I don't know about the unconscious, but I'm sure there's some things in my unconscious. So I think we're going to have to learn about that, Sarah, and like do some another episode on that. All the giving you all the information that we have. <laughs> Literally. But I, I love what um, the way that you just kind of talked about the process of like, like you basically were reverse engineering it. Like if you're just starting, like that that's what's given me the power just starting when I was just starting my personal development journey, spiritual journey of like start with like the action that you're scared to take and then roll up from there, right? And then you're going to see like how your thoughts are then affect your emotions because I went from like the starting – you know, if you think about like the, like funnel. a funnel or something, right. And you went from the bottom up. So it's like, you can go top down, you can go bottom up. Bottom up is, I feel like often easier to, because you, if you don't have immediate self-awareness of like how your thoughts are affecting your emotions, and then it's easier to start where, okay, how is this affecting like my day-to-day life? Like what, you know, and, and what you also the example that you gave is like using like what we're saying using the information or using the emotions as information like if you are fearful of doing some something you know like if you I'm just throwing another example out there if you right now are you know not dating let's say you're single I'm just we're just coming off the relationship series so I'm like thinking about this you know you're not dating Um, and, but you know, you really want to have a partner like, okay, you're starting with like, I'm not dating. And now you're going to like back into like, you know, okay, now how your thoughts, like maybe your thoughts that you're identifying, you're identifying with thoughts that you don't need to identify with. Like I'm not valuable or I'm never going to meet the person that I want to be with or whatever. Then you're making that into like a part of your identity and then Mm -hmm. you're, that's, preventing you from actually taking action right so like all of these things work together and are limiting your potential mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is like unblocking 101 literally like getting to the root cause of what it is that's holding you back like you can think about anything in your life that you have the power to control and use the, these steps right to unblock yourself because gosh, I just, we have so much potential and we just allow ourselves to stay blocked year after year because we don't understand how to tap into our potential, but we are such powerful human beings. And we, when we learn how to tap in and how to rewire and how to unblock ourselves, like our potential just literally goes through the roof. Because you don't have these things that hold you back, hold you down, keep you small. When you believe in yourself and you have that confidence in yourself and you no longer listen to limiting beliefs and emotions that hold you down, like you truly can become unstoppable. And I do think such a big piece of becoming unstoppable is that not identifying 
with your thoughts. Like, I don't know if you do this, Hannah, but I find myself like, you know, because this is a constant thing that I have to remind myself, like you are not your thoughts, you know, because every thought that comes into your head, like you, again, you could just release that thought and let it go. Right. Versus making it a part of your emotions, a part of your identity. But like, I will literally, like if I'm having like impulsive thoughts or like, um, if I'm just like annoyed with like, you know, something like pops into my head, like, ah, you know, and then my consciousness like comes in and is like, girl, like I literally am in my head telling myself like, Sarah, shut up. Like, you know, like, no, you don't believe that. Or like, you don't think that like, that's not even you. That's not, that's just some chatter in your head. You know, like you don't need to identify with that. Like I will literally like reiterate that to myself. Like, stop. No, that's annoying. Don't think that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you do. You do a lot. You're like, no, I don't subscribe to that. Uh-uh. And then well, you reverse I mean, it. In, I mean inside of my own. <laughs> like you do it though. <laughs> to me too I do when it you're out, talking. I out loud as well. But like, like if, yeah. if something is popping up in my head, yeah. you know, yeah. like when I'm alone, you know, like when the moments where you're having a lot of, you know, limiting beliefs pop through and, you know, like these things are coming up for you of like, like the other day I was really triggered by, you know, something at work and all these thoughts started coming in my head of like, these ways that like I feel about people, the way that I feel about myself, like all of these things. Because again, like this is, you know, my subconscious, oh, I'm triggered. I'm annoyed. My subconscious patterns take over and now I'm kind of on autopilot, right? So like I start going down this whole like, you know, road that's like stemming from these thoughts, right? Then I'm now, now I'm turning those thoughts into emotions. Now I'm, I'm pissed. I'm just mad. Literally just angry in the moment of like, I'm angry because I'm triggered by this. And like, guess I'm just angry now, you know? And then I was like, popped in my, like my consciousness, like, whoa, 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 whoa. what? You didn't have to identify with these thoughts. Just observe that these things are coming in your mind and you can use this as information. Like we're talking about, use your thoughts, use your emotions as information of like, maybe there are things that I need to do some work on so that this isn't my immediate reaction next time when I'm triggered. Right. But I was able to like my using my consciousness was able to basically change the whole situation, you know, like, okay, now I'm not mad anymore because I just realized that like, I just went down that road that like, I don't even need to, I don't want to be mad about this. Why am I mad about this? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, let that shit go and move on. Yeah. Moral of the story is don't allow your negative thoughts, your bad thoughts to hold you down and hold you and prevent you from living the life that you are meant to live. Yeah, that's pretty much the moral of the story there. <laughs> Summed up. I mean, don't let, don't, you you don't have to identify with your thoughts. That That's the key thing. You don't have to have those thoughts to then become your emotions, that then become your identity, that then hold you back from the life that you deserve to live, that you are more than capable of living. So sit in that, try to sit in that seat of observer. Also use awareness, right? Remind yourself like, okay, I don't have to 
go down, you know, this emotional path just because this is something that is a habit of mine that I've done in the past. Like you are able to rewire your own, your brain. You are able to change your reactions to things in a new way so that you can live a more happy, joyful, less stressed, anxious life. You deserve that. You deserve that. You deserve the best. So don't allow these thoughts and feelings to hold you down. We love you guys. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Mindfully Moody. We'll see you back here next week. Make sure to tune into our YouTube to see our faces together on the next episode and have an amazing week and we'll see you later. Bye.